Well, hello everybody, and it's Malcolm here again with the Toxic Triangle, the podcasting pig, however you you found us. Say, hey, well, I'm glad you did. Um, the whole purpose of this sh- this humble podcast is to introduce you to really interesting people that I I come across, and um, they they have a mission in the world, and what they're doing is changing people's situations, helping them solve problems. I even go as far, many, as changing people's lives. And uh, even if just one idea is absorbed by one person and one problem is solved, then it is all worth it. Now, my uh, my new friend, um, Sylvia, Sylvia Quintella, um, is a very interesting person. Um, she's an entrepreneur an author, and she'll tell you about a recent book coming up, a certified soul life coach and mentor with a passion for healing or energy healing modalities and mentoring others. A remarkable journey from Brazil to the United States. Um, um, she's gone through you know countless setbacks but, and overcome them. And uh, we'll hear about some of those a little bit later. Uh, this led her to uh, fulfill her soul's desires. And what she does now is help others, in particular women, uh, become empowered, make an impact in their world uh, and harness the, I love this little bit, harness the alchemical power of words. Alchemical, I think that might be, <laughs> power of words. Uh, elevating their energy, peace, self-love, and ultimately Prosperity. Sylvia, are you still there? Hello, awesome. hello. <laughs> That's great. And and I always ask, you wouldn't believe how many people I've lost. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I'm takes them away from me. But uh, well, great. Yeah, and 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 we um this has been long overdue. Uh, we've had a, a couple so of so true. I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and we'll we, we generally have a little bit of fun here. We're gonna um we're going to get to know you. Um, normally take about 30, 40 minutes. See how we go. Um, I tell people this is often coffee fueled. So yourself coming from Brazil, you understand the value of good coffee. Oh, I love my coffee. <laughs> so um, if you, if you know, hopefully I did the introduction, your bio, you know, suitably. How, how would you like to introduce yourself and, and also how you came from you know and arrived at what you do today and do this great work of helping uh, women making you know become empowered and and so on you know i think we i i became who i became mostly because of the challenges that i went into my life and i didn't have self-love or self-esteem until i was like 28 years old and I met these amazing women in France. I lived in France for four months. And they really showed me how to love yourself, no matter, no matter your color, the color of your skin, the size of your body, if you have money or if you don't have money. And when I went back to Brazil, when I left Paris, I was transformed. And I always worked with women because for 26 years, I own spa, like spa beauty. Mm-hmm. And, and I started coaching them from my soul. 
because I always work with energy healing since I was very, very young. And I put in practice everything that I learned with those amazing goddesses that I met in Paris. And so I, as I was giving the, my clients at the spa the facials, I will coach them, but I will coach them coming from my soul to their soul. No judgment, you know, and I could start seeing how I was helping them. So in 2013, I start, you know, building my clientele to become a professional coach. But just to be a professional coach, something was missing for me. And then I said, no, I need to do something more like holistic, right? So then this is the reason that it comes the soul coach. I became a soul coach. So, so to help women, men as well, but more women, because it's what they come to me. If it's a man come to me, I will help them. <laughs> but it's more about them to feel in alignment, body, mind, and soul, to have a better career, to have a better communication with their partners, to find a compatible partner, you know, with their kids, and, and overall really honor their mission here on this planet. That's great. You know, uh, I've traveled around a lot of countries, um, and I used to get into France quite often. Uh, I played rugby there and so on. And uh, I can say if um, out of any of the... Um, uh, the women that I would describe from around the world that um, are empowered will tell you what's on their mind. It's French women. <laughs> they will. They, yeah. Uh, at least the ones that I. Uh, They're uh, very free spirit, and you know, I think Americans, every woman can be free spirit, but it's more about they feel safe. They need to feel safe with themselves. Then they can reflect that to everybody else. You know, um, and, you know, I'm just reading a, a couple of the little notes uh, I've got here. Um, so how do you break the ice and, and get the conversation going? Because you, you probably agree that, you know, the a, a lot of the women that need to understand what you do and apply it, they are coming from a place of not being empowered, yeah. being shy, you know, you know, sometimes feeling not comfortable about, you know, taking care of themselves first, loving themselves. I mean, I, I can only, you know, the immediately mothers jump to mind, you know, <laughs> you know, they, you know, they always have a, a thing of um, you know, feed the family first and then they eat. So, uh, you know, so how do you how to begin the, the conversation and attract them? Yeah, so, you know, when they book their discovery session with me, I, I tell them to really be more, just, I tell them we're friends here. So just tell me everything that you would like to tell as your, your best friend. And when I tell them to them, they feel not judged. So I feel that a lot of, especially now, I think the human, the humanity is feeling very judged. And when we feel judged, our ego mind talks. Mm -hmm. When we remove the judgment, the soul talks or heart talks. So the way that I just let them be. And then they tell me every single thing where they feel stuck, where they feel lost. And, and I just listen to them. And then after maybe 20 minutes that they vented. 
then I start creating a roadmap from my soul to their soul. Because when I coach these women, I coach them from a very high vibrational field. And from there, I coach their soul. So they feel very safe. Remember, I told you, it's about feeling safe to be yourself. And I see that a lot with men as well, that they are not feeling safe to be themselves. Yeah, I, I can ag absolutely agree there. You know, when 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 you, when you allow somebody the the confidentiality, the the safe space, just tell me what's on your mind. There's no judgment here or whatever. Um, you know, people don't trust each other anymore because there are so many. You know, you hear so many things about ulterior motives and. You know, in this age of we have to be careful what we say, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is right. It what, Especially texting, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to think about like, oh, my God, why should I send this text? You know, but there is hope. And also it's more about the person being open and it's just exhausted of feeling stuck and lost. So we have so many sources now to get help from. It's just about like enough is enough. I don't want to be like that anymore. And I think it's also we need to honor your soul's mission on this planet. Everybody has a mission. You have an amazing mission, Malcolm. Look at the work that you are doing. It's absolutely incredible. So you're honoring your mission, your soul's mission. But many people are dormant. They're just like getting up, going to work, coming back. In and on and on. So, you know, I think we have a responsibility to really not just help others, but also help ourselves. And, you know, how on earth can we help others if we don't help ourselves first? And Walk our talk, right? And we as coaches probably started off with the baggage of, um, oh, you're being selfish. You know, don't think of yourself. Don't be selfish all the time. Well, how on earth can you make an impact or break through to somebody if, if you don't step out of your comfort zone and have those sometimes challenging conversations? I can I sense you're hurting. I want you to know I'm a safe space. Okay. You know, well, I'm, I don't want to make this about me, absolutely not, but I'll, I'll blurt this out, is I often tell people is, look, when we talk, um, I may not have any answers, but I'm told I'm a really good listener. Mm. So, so just oh, this is huge. Let it go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm, I think it's also just when I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I think about this being selfish. I love to say that we can be self care. Self selfish now is the new self care. Self-care is about, is this going to add value to my life? Is this person is adding value to my life? This is self-care. This is self-love. It's not being selfish. And that's great. You know, once once we start to, yeah, it's almost a weight goes off your shoulders when you, you make that shift. It's good. Yeah. You know, and, and like that, the, uh, there's always the, the analogy of uh, being on a, an aeroplane you can help more people once you've got the oxygen mask on than perfect doing you know giving it to that person right next to you so how can we you know one of the things are um in that line of um how do we 
shift from daily and interacting with with people um beginning to prioritize our needs and desires over others expectations of how we should show up in the world how can we start to, where, where would you if you had somebody that was was very much the caring type very much the pleasing type very much the mothering type for others whether it be this significant other the husband the children the parents or whatever yeah how would you begin the conversation of telling them look it's okay to say yeah so yeah this is this is a one million dollars question right <laughs> so so uh, prioritizing your own needs involves recognizing when our efforts to satisfy others leave us feeling unfulfilled. Uh, this awareness can highlight a disconnect in our lives, often joy by like feelings of resentment and even even like feeling anger toward others and you know toward ourselves as well by consciously choosing to to focus on what truly brings us joy and fulfillment, we can start to align our actions with our personal values and, and aspirations leading to a like more like a, a satisfying life journey and, and about asking right, your, your partners or co-workers how to, you know, okay, so there is a boundary here, right? They have the, that expectation, but that expectation will hurt us. So I always think about, you know, when we wake up and we create this intention to that situation that is bothering us, for example, the example that you just had about the expectations, right? To align with your desires. So if we're drinking like a beverage, a coffee or a smoothie, just create that intention about that person. I want to feel more connected with that person. I want to listen to that person coming from my soul. Because sometimes we can please people. We can catch up with their expectations. But it's more about giving and receiving, right? It's like a dance. Okay, so you have this expectation. Let me see how can I get there. But this is what I need. Can you catch up with that? Am I being clear? Yeah. yeah, and it, it, what jumps to mind is um, is a, a famous coach out there. I'm trying to think of his name. It's David Chandler or something like that. His last name is Chandler anyway. Um, he works with uh, Rich Litvin. And um, he always talks about um, agreements versus expectations. Oh, I love it. Oh. Um, I, I, going back many, many years, someone said to me, and I, however many people were in the world there, and he says, um, you know, we, we, we hear about hunger all the time. He says there's five billion people in the world. There's at least, you know, a billion going to sleep every night hungry. He said, but there's probably three billion going to sleep every night not feeling appreciated, not feeling loved, and, and you know, not, you know, feeling up to their best potential, which they can make an impact in the world. Mm. And, and that stuck with me all the time. And uh, I always, um, you know, I've led many teams, sales teams and project teams and so on. Uh, and um, 
I'd always try to make a point of getting to know people and understand, you know, what, where are you going? Where's, where's, is this just a job for you or is this a, you know, is this a path to somewhere? What are your aspirations? And um, my wife said to me yesterday, we were watching something on the TV and uh, um, some guru said, um, well, this is, you know, you'll be happy when you've got all the things you need to be happy. And I said, no, I completely disagree. Me too. State of happiness is being you know, happy with what you've got and grateful for what you've got. If you want more, hey, work towards it. But don't don't keep constantly beating yourself that you, you haven't arrived because you, you're missing so much potential for for happiness and contentment and love and empathy for yourself all right there in front of you. Almost like yeah. that book, um, <laughs> I agree. Diamonds, you know, you, you know, why go looking for something when you've got it right in front of you? Anyway, this is the coffee coming out in me now. Once you, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what are what are some of the signs that um that that you would you would recognize that someone isn't on you know isn't on a good path for themselves? Oh yeah. So when someone isn't on their true path, they might feel off and less happy. Even when they smile, you can see that it's like, you know, there's no, no vibration there. They may not enjoy their favorite activities anymore and feel they can feel like they are just going through the motions, just connected from from what they're doing, the feeling of being lost or stuck, which is many people that come to me, this is the first thing that they say, Silvia, I feel lost, I feel stuck. So that feeling of loss and stuckness, it's like, it's a signal that it's time for change, it's time for a shift. And recognizing this, it's not an end, but a profound beginning it's a call to, to embark on, on a journey inward. And it's also, you know, just rediscovering our authentic self and reigniting that spark of purpose. It's a reminder. I think that feeling stuck and feeling you know, that we're not in your true path. It's a reminder that our paths are not fixed. It's a, it's fluid. And this feeling of, you know, I'm stuck, I'm, I, I'm, things are not happening. It's inviting us to step into the vastness of possibilities, you know, the unlimited possibilities and scoped a life resonant with your true essence. That's pretty deep. That's, uh, yeah. And by the way, the meditation that I'm going to be giving to your listeners is yeah. a lot about that. Okay, great. It's about kind of turning turning on this radiance, the inner radiance. <laughs> now, one, one thing that I always, um, I sometimes I'll, um, if I'm thinking, I'll shut my eyes. Okay. It's just, you know, just I do the same. <laughs> I'm, but sometimes when I'm speaking to people, especially on the phone, I'll shut my eyes as well. 
And um, one of my, I can't say it's a favorite thing, but it's a thing that I notice very often. And it always leads me into inquiring a little bit more about the person because I, 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 I sense that they're, they're lacking or they're hurting inside in some way. And that is when they say something and they cover it up with a little laugh, almost punctuate it. That tells me that someone's not at ease with themselves, that either they feel that they, um, they're shy about saying it. It's like a, like a child putting his hand on his mouth, you know, when they tell a, you know, tell a lie. You know, people, they say in body language, we still have these tells, you know, we rub our nose or do something that, and it's a sign of hey, maybe there's some Pinocchio business going on there. Um, but it, it always, I always say to people that, you know, please, you know, let me, let me ask a question here. You, you always seem to cover things up with a bit of a giggle. Are you embarrassed or, or are you insecure? How do you feel? You know, tell me. You know, it won't hurt my feeling. And, and because it doesn't have to be, because in, if I'm noticing these things, others are. And but 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 getting about that, it's that person. That person is, as we say, not feeling fully empowered, not comfortable in their own sort of presence. And and reflecting everything in your lives, you know, it's about how much money we make, the the way that people treat us. And I really feel the way that we feel about ourselves, it's a mirror, the way that life is treating us. And it's a journey, you know, it's not overnight, but there are so many sources nowadays for free that it takes longer, right? If you want faster, you need to hire a professional. But, you know, YouTube and blogs, you know, and books. And I, I really feel that we have more sources now than like 20 years ago, but it's more difficult to shift or negative programs or limited beliefs now than 20 years ago. <laughs> it's crazy. It's probably, I would say, I'd agree there that, um, you know, um, but we get bombarded by stuff and, and it, it's whether we follow politics, whether we follow news or wherever, wherever we, we want, you know, the computers, the algorithms, they're going to keep feeding us. Now, if that stuff's not positive and uplifting no. and healthy... It does affect our mental health. Drags us down, yeah. And, it's, uh, and you know, I, I, I always tell my, well, told my, my children when they were here, you know, it's somebody else's marketing. They are planting ideas, they're selling ideas to you or whatever. It could be a product or a service or whatever. But anything you see on that television isn't about you. No one's asking you a question. They're pushing stuff at you and you're just absorbing it. So question, 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 motives. So, uh, all right. So um, there, was a, there was one thing that I made a couple little notes here. that says, how can somebody with a very demanding job find time to be here? in the now when they're so often subject to somebody else's demands or whatever so they they kind of want to be doing something at their own pace just that's their nature they're very detail oriented but you know they're being pushed you know produce more produce more yeah yep i hear there every single day mm. so in the rush of a busy schedule 
grounding ourselves in the present begins by setting an intention at the start of the day. And I mentioned that about, so this is huge what I'm going to say now. So, so you imagine, so you wake up and there are people that have routine in the morning. There are others don't. I was a person that I didn't have any routine in the morning and I was all over the place and things are not moving my life either. And I remember I hired this a spiritual coach and she said, Sylvia, start doing the intention with your beverage in the morning. So, you know, I was, I was getting ready to, you know, to start my day. I will prepare my smoothie. And as I was preparing my smoothie, I will just think about the clients that I was going to have in that day. And I will be sending love. And if I was having a problem with, a, you know, a supply or a person that helps my business with my marketing, I would just put my intention that I really want to understand where that person was coming. So the intention of creating bridges of solution. So I... But then when I will have that meeting with that person, so imagine I, I did the intention at 8 a.m. and the meeting would be like at 4 p.m. It was a whole day that that person received all my unconditional love, opening my heart to really understand that person or the demands that that person was having from me. So let's bring to our corporate world, right? So there, there are meetings after meetings and you're exhausted and you, you don't see a meaning to have so many meetings, right? And you have a lot of things to do, but now on the side. So the intention of how do I want to show up on this meeting? How, what is my energy? Do I feel a little bit down? Do I feel empowered? If you feel down, just, you know, I love to wash my hands when I'm feeling down. So just go to the bathroom, wash your hands. And I love crystals. You know, I know everybody, not everybody's into crystals, but crystals really give us energy. And I think it's more about also asking powerful questions. How the best version of myself would show up in this meeting? My The best version of myself would show up like, oh, poor me. Or, you know what? Everything is going to work out. I don't know the answer, but I have this amazing team. We'll be work together. And then bring that energy to the team. You know, does it make any sense? Yes, absolutely. You know, the, uh, you know, the wonderful thing about teams is that um, so often their uh, potential is stifled. So you always have, a, as a leader, you always have an impact to... Leadership, yeah. Help, yeah. Bring, bring out what's in people and... Uh, um, I've, I've seen this firsthand how people came as junior to my team and I, what do you want to do? You know, let's talk, let's, let's go and have a cup of coffee, let's go have lunch and let's just chat, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not your dad, you know, I'm, I'm not your friend, I'm your boss, you know, and, and the, the one thing that, um, I, I am, I get all excited about, uh, um, in business, we have um, we have three assets: men, money, and machines. Okay, or men. Let's put women in with the men. So men, women, and men, and machines. And the women and men, they are the one that control the money and the machines. So without them performing at their their peak performance, the other assets 
don't get utilized effectively. And a manager's role is really to understand, like with that machine, where to put the oil, which tools to, you know, that the, that the team needs to be able to come up to be able to perform at their highest thing. So I'd, I'd say that um, um, uh, any, any manager that is very, what's the word I'm after? Uh, oh goodness, wants to get on a lot. You know, is not worried about treading on people to get there. You, my mother always used to say, you, you'll catch more um, flies with honey than vinegar. You know, and it doesn't mean you have to. Oh, this is good. <laughs> but you know, you you mentioned something that it, I think is the golden nugget. You said about inviting, you know, a coworker or your subordinate, you know, for a lunch or a coffee. The connection. So this practice that I mentioned, you know, with the visualization, the intention setting turns the beginning of your day into a foundation of mindfulness transforming even like brief moments into deep opportunity to, opportunity to be present. And it's about looking beyond the day pressures, creating a mental plan for success and connection. So leadership is connection, right? So you are connecting with your, your team. And, and I, I, I have a joke. I say that one mindful moment at a time. When you ask somebody, hey, let's have a coffee. Tell me what's going on. You know, you see that the person is, is something is going on about. So it's not a number. The person is not just a number or a machine. The person has a soul. And I see teams and teams and teams because, you know, I work with CEOs and managers as well. And I see that the, the companies that are really taking care of the mental health of their employees they're making more money and they are keeping those employees, the employees they want to leave. Yeah, and it's expensive to, you know, um, having sort of people drop out and uh, have to go and, you know, retention's a big thing. I always used to tell my um, my teams was, uh, look, this is a soccer game and I'm just the guy that brings the oranges, okay? You tell me you need oranges, I'll bring you oranges, okay? I love you, the metaphor. <laughs> you're playing the game, all right? It's love a simple it. And, uh, but a, a challenge nowadays, and look, you know, things have, you know, it's, it's, it's very demanding. I, I dropped out of the corporate world you know, some years ago, but uh, I see it. The, the pressures put on young good managers these days, they've not been trained for it. They've not been prepared for it. So they, they are, worried about being vulnerable oh to be, I'm, I'm the manager listen to me or whatever no no it's like vulnerability is the key to leadership it's not weakness it's vulnerability so um i was um i was just you know thinking of you have you an example how you you worked with uh um a person that's gone from not being feeling empowered to you know, a person that has made a, you know, a, a change or a shift, and uh, and you know, what some of the tools that you you would use, and like, yeah. you know, I know everyone's different, but yeah, no, yeah. So I'm I'm sure. thinking here. Yeah, so. You know, um, I I love sharing 
testimonials, right? But there is this lady. Um, she she came from like a Hispanic background, and and he spoke very broken English. We kind of we do the did the this was many years ago. We did culture like in Portugal, like mix of Portuguese and Spanish. And and she worked as a house cleaner. And following, you know, she had a very tight schedule with houses. And her dream, Malco, was to become a naturopathic doctor. But the stress and exposure to the household chemicals are severely affecting her health, like her thyroid, her hormones. And by the end of each day, uh, she was always exhausted to be even thinking about study English, right? Because she needs to improve her English to go to school to become a naturopath doctor. When we start working together, I use a few energy healing modalities like emotion code. The emotion code helps to release any trapped emotions that could be contributing with those kind of sabotage, procrastination, you know, is in an energetic level, but also it shifts the mental health, the mood. And so, and uh, to help her, you know, with the, to overcome, I use those modalities, Tata Healing and Reiki, to overcome the ob obstacles blocking her, uh, blocking her path to achieve her big dreams. She experienced a, 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 a huge transformation and I feel like changing her mindset from fear to success because the thing with her she was afraid to succeed. And I think I see that over and over and over. And hi, I'm guilty of that as well. We want to prosper. We want to become better professionals, better mothers, better partners, better everything. But we are afraid to become that better version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And her fear was that if she succeeded, her family from, I think it was El Salvador, Ecuador, I don't remember exactly. Her family wouldn't love her anymore because she was succeeding. So she made peace with that. And she started, you know, it was a slow process, but then she started learning English. And today she's a well-known naturopath doctor, naturopathic doctor in Massachusetts. And her family absolutely adore her. And so I feel that, you know, the reason that I love to use in the traditional coaching, I studied CTI, you know, the proactive coaching, so very traditional coaching and, and mentoring, and then bringing the soul coaching and bringing the modalities. Because by the time that people get to me, Malcolm, they have done so many things and it worked, but then they, they want more. They, they feel that they deserve more. They just don't know how to get there. So I feel the trapped emotions and the limited beliefs, but also there is a technique that has like a heart wall and an energetic heart wall. And when we remove the energetic heart wall, people see us. When we have that heart wall, people go to an interview and they say, I don't know, there's something wrong about this person. They have amazing resume, but I don't know, there's something about, wrong about that, you know? And and people can check also on YouTube, you know, that are the emotion code, that are ways to do for free you know there's a book emotion code as well and i have done i have been working with emotion code many many years and theta healing as well so i love to do this melt pot of techniques to go fast <laughs> i love to get the results fast because people are exhausted 
you know, and I've got to say, and uh, thanks for sharing that. That's a lovely story there, and you know, and you know, look, I, hey, I'm an immigrant. I, I, me I, too. These things, yeah, we're both here. Um, you know, there's a um, you probably heard of Les Brown, the motivational speaker, or whatever. He of course, say, yeah. The the problem isn't that people set their goals too high and miss them. The problem is that people set their goals too low and hit them. And then they get comfortable there. And um, okay, well, um, how can people find you and learn more about you? And um, you give me your website information if you want to mention. Sure. Yes, I, I'm going to pass you. Then no you can. Yeah. But I. It's Quintela. Q U I N T E L L A. Life Coach and Mentor. Dot com. And I will send you the, I will send you the the information as well. And I'm very active on Instagram. I I always post amazing, profound, beautiful things. And also, um, people can book a complimentary thirty minutes discovery session with me. It's very magical because it's thirty minutes of soul to soul. So even if we decide that we're not a good fit, we always learn from each other during those thirty minutes. I love it. It's so much fun. And and also I I'm launching a new book and it's going to be launching like by March. And and I'm going to be giving this beautiful meditation that it is it's it's going to be all my book. I'm going to give to all your beautiful um listeners. And the name is the meditation is The Radiant Heart, a symphony of self-love and transformation. Well, if you've got some links or whatever, however, yes, I, I'm going to send you everything. Send me that, and I'll I'll post this in the uh, sure uh, in, in the YouTube and wherever and on uh, um on Spotify and Apple and all everywhere where you get the good podcasts. You know, awesome. It'll automatically find its way there. Well, I I appreciate you know you're a very busy person. Uh, thanks for setting the time aside to uh, my pleasure. Ah, such a joy, Malcolm. Thank you so much. And if you've got and thank ask, you for everybody listening to our interview. <laughs> and um, if you've got a, a cover image of the of the book, you know, send it me. We'll stick. Oh it yes! Oh, thank you. I will do it. I we don't have the cover yet. <laughs> the publisher is working on that. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, thank you for your time, and uh, just keep doing what you're doing. And you know, that's everyone needs to. Uh, to step up to their full potential and believe in themselves because uh you know but, uh, it's it's a sense of ease and it's a sense of peace when you have something you know can help somebody and, and but one thing that i always um, i always tell you know, people from my days as a, as a sales trainer and coach or whatever i'd say the most expensive thing that you can own any time in your life is a closed mind. Don't ignore the um, the message because people always you know tend to ignore the messenger, and when that messenger comes along is on the right frequency, embrace, take, ah. in, take those ideas into your mind, and and be, have enough confidence and enough trust in yourself to be able to analyze them and see whether they're right for you. Yes, is good. No is good, just indifference. That's uh, we don't do that. Ah, oh, amen for that. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. 
Thank you so much, Malcolm. You were such a joy. Thank you. Thank Bye. you very much.